Welcome to the Escape with Nick and Adam. My name is Nick. And I'm Adam. And we welcome back friend of the show, Jay. Welcome back, Jay. Hi. Thanks, guys, for having me. Thanks for coming along, uh, Jay. Yeah. So we got uh, a lot of of toy news coming out. Uh, We got the uh, Eternia place that finally gets a pre-order and a price. Uh, Ninja Turtles last Ronin figures are, I think, this close to being released. Very psyched about that. And a lot of this uh, is coinciding with, I believe, uh, the New York City Comic Con stuff. So a lot of news kind of coming out uh, to feel that. Plus, we're going to talk about the latest Wakanda Forever trailer. We're going to talk a little bit of Rings of Power, House of the Dragon, and whatever else we're going to talk about. Oh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Netflix's Dahmer series. But let's get to the most important news of the day, and that would be the Eternia playset has a release time frame and a price. Let's get into it. Adam, what do you think? Someone help me understand crowdfunding a little bit better. The price, uh, I'm not surprised. It's about a about $150 more expensive than it than say Castle Grayskull was, I think, in 2013. But I think that's for inflation. I mean, the thing's heavy. It's huge. It's the gonna be the biggest place. Well, in history, it is one of, with the exception of that GI Joe um, uh, aircraft carrier back in yeah the flag. Um, this was this is a relaunch. This is a remake, uh, crowdfunded, of the last playset from He Man and the Masters of the Universe uh, toy line uh, from 1982 to 1987. And what happened was is that the toy line was dying, but some of these did end up getting made and shipped for retail, and some of them were bought. That's a working monorail that you guys see right there. Um, and uh, it has features. I don't know if you want to uh, enhance some of the pictures, Nick, but it has features of where it looks like there's like a pond here, and there's old power swords or old axes down in the water. Uh, you can see the actual uh, power of Grayskull right there in that orb behind uh, King Grayskull. That is the actual orb of power. But um, when the line tanked in 87, they only made so many of these. So to find one in, in, in its entirety has always been a, a, a Masters of the Universe, like fans, like all-time life, you know. Holy Grail. What? Holy Grail. Yeah, Quest to Mecca, Holy Grail. And even to find one in one piece, you know, and not buy it piece by piece is even difficult. So this is, like, exciting for people who – I never owned it. Um, and I didn't even know it uh, existed until I met a friend of mine named Dallas when I was a kid. Uh, he owned one. I'm like, what is this? And, um, yeah, it came with everything you see here, um, except it didn't come with a King Grayskull. At the time, King Grayskull had not been invented yet. Um so yeah, you've got the Gray Skull Tower, you got the Snake Mountain Tower, and then you got the Center Eternos Tower, or however they call it, Eternia Tower. And it's just amazing. If you look at the face, that's not just some tiger's face, that's the original artwork for Cringer. Um so oh, yeah, yeah, and then you open up it you open up its mouth and all of that kind of stuff. It's the entry port. It's just Fucking awesome. It's 550 bucks, and I'm going to take a pass on it because I want to go to Salem, Massachusetts in 2024. 2023. Well, I want to give a <laughs> shout-out to uh, Geek's Dad Life. for. I saw it on the stream this morning. I was like, is this from last night? I'm like, oh, no, they are streaming about it uh, 
this morning. That's how I found out. I'm like, oh boy, kind of big news. So we got to talk about it. But I mean, let's talk about the biggest issue with, you know, something this size. You're not talking about, you're not talking about shelf space here. You are talking about floor space because that's not fitting on a shelf. Right. I got one of those uh, six foot like lunch tables in my living room. Jay knows that. For Castle Grayskull itself, because Castle Grayskull is the, you know, was, anyway, this would take up that whole thing anyhow, not just, and, and leave, yeah, it's huge. This is, that's, that's something you almost have to, would have to set up like a train table for, you know, you set yourself up a big plywood table, you know, so you got your custom setup going on, you probably could have Snake Mountain on one side, Grayskull on the other, and that in the middle. Yeah, it's, that, it's definitely yeah. a hobby room. Uh, centerpiece that's for sure oh yeah exactly you slap this baby right down in the middle of the room and like you said jay the side where grayskull tower is right in that corner of the room would be your castle grayskull and then the side where snake mountain tower is there would be your snake mountain uh oh look at the inside of that it's crazy all right so let's look at so it's got a uh, release date of march 29 2024 um it is three foot by four foot for epic display. Uh, working battle wow. tram, elevators, trap doors, and more. King Grayskull has 16 points of articulation. All right, so Adam, Adam, we were talking before the show how the breakdowns and all everything works out. So at 5,000 backers, you get the Master Universe Origins Attorney Playset and Epic Display. Uh, early backer bonus when the Attorney okay. Playset is funded, all orders. Uh, receive between 10, 12, and 10, 19. We'll receive the King Grayskull figure, a key to the history of mystery of Turnia. This iconic playset is the ultimate tribute to the everlasting battle between good and evil. Blah blah. blah. Click, Learn. Sorry. What's that? Nothing. Just click on that key to the everlasting. Sorry, I wanted to see pictures. Stop reading and show me pictures. I'm shutting up. Please continue. Um, uh, that was about it. So. Uh, because the item is so large and heavy, a surcharge of 550 will apply to us orders, and a surcharge will apply to international orders. So, uh, once again, uh, listening to Geek Dad Life before, uh, well, this morning, I think they said between, you know, 550, the shipping, taxes, and all that, you're going to be closer uh, out of pocket to right around 700 uh, for this once it's all seven. It's not. It's not cheap at all. If it were. The 90s would be a used car. Fucking. Yeah, about 10 years ago, yeah. I don't know, fellas. There's just some things that, uh, I don't know. It's, I have to buy a house for it. I don't know. It's, I, I, it's gorgeous, but I, 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 last I must say, no. Yeah, I think, <laughs> honestly, and I think the price point of 550 is pretty fair. It, um, is. It, 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 really it is. It really is. It's the top. Yeah, it's the top. Piece. I mean, it's. I mean, as far as you know, crowdfunding stuff, it's what I would call the top of the market, but it's a top end piece. Like, like I said, it's a. I mean, I don't know if you guys are watching Great British Baking Show. It's the showstopper right there. That's the. <laughs> hey, nerds! Oh, you're a nerd too. Come look at this ridiculous thing I've got in my room, in my hobby room. God, um, yeah. But. At seven hundred, still, that's a that is a hefty hefty chunk to, of change. So and it's hard to justify. So. Yeah, for sure. 
But all right, all of that said and done, wow, just one one big wow. Yep. So, Jay, cool. Any? Hmm. Well, I say, where are you at in this? Is is this? Oh no, it's it's cool. No, I definitely say yay. I just that's one. I just uh, it's one of those ones that yeah, like you said, it's so it's so big. You you've got to have like you you got to have have a whole room dedicated. You got to have the real estate, and that's kind of one of the issues with a lot of these crowdfunded things are just so gigantic that you have to have the you know the either the shelf real estate for or in this case you literally need a table or some place you know I, they were talking mm-hmm. eat that life it's probably going to go on the ground i was like you ain't putting a 600 dollars toy on the ground if you do you're oh, stupid no. yeah you know if you got pets or little kids or something that's not going to last long so no like you have to you almost need till 2024 to figure out where you're going to put it and build something to put it on. Mm-hmm. Here's let me answer Geek Dead Life. I watch Geek Dead Life. These guys, I like those guys. Yeah. Um, the box to Castle Grayskull, and I believe the box to Snake Mountain because Super Super Seven did Snake Mountain uh, to the seven inch scale or six inch scale. When you were a kid and you opened that gift up, there was another kid on the box playing with it. When you open this one up, the crowdfunded one, it's a grown 40-some-year-old man playing with this shit. Yep. It's and the he, same guy. And he doesn't have his son with him. That's the yeah. the fun, that's the joke of the picture. So that's what that's what I'm saying. You're not gonna put that on the floor. What 40-year-old man's getting down on his knee? On his bum knee. Come on. I say I've got a bum knee. I'm that's the thing. I was like, no, I am I'd rather build something to put it on to display it instead of like having like okay so i was working on the figures this morning my cat dove into i have a box full of toy boxes he dove into the box of boxes <laughs> and was like playing i'm like ah. can you imagine if like adam you got cats can you imagine if one of your cats wrecked a section of this thing no more cats i don't know but when it does happen they do like to chew on stuff <laughs> I say you got a puppy, you got you know cats are just jerks in general. I've got two, trust me. But you get a puppy, he wrecks a piece. Holy moly! Uh, yeah, that's that's seven hundred bucks down the drain. I'm trying to show. So no, I know that that well seven hundred bucks down the drain. Now we can fit stuff <laughs> and order yeah, replacement can we? parts. Can and we? order replacement parts. There's always foam and a hot knife, bro. Depends on how long they gnawed on it. <laughs> I might spend another seven and how seven hundred dollars just to get another uh, to get a oh. gas display to put it in. Oh God, though no, I don't know a display case that's going to fit that thing. Holy I don't know. God, you'd have to build yourself a custom one. Have to build like get two of those jewelry things and put them back to back and put it in there. That's you it. could probably build yourself a Hellbat safe for that much <laughs> to put that thing in. <laughs> Hellbat safe, yeah, no shit. So, uh, yeah, I know, Adam, that was one of the things that you were excited about because Adam's our resident uh, E-Man expert. But right now, it, it's a, I mean, it's got to be a pass right now. Only for reasons. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, only money, you know. No, no, no trust, deal. trust me, if this was, if this was October of uh, 2021, 
and be paid for. Well, I yeah, just, I got it, other things going on right now. It, it, if, it were <laughs> early, if it were early next year and everybody's getting their tax money, yeah, that might be a little bit different. But hey, okay, on, so we that's one years to figure out where we're, where we're going to put it. So right. we, we can figure you out all the logistics. You got now, a year and a half. I should not say I'm out already. If it gets funded and it gets backed, can I still buy the damn thing? Like in January. What's the the? I I hate how these because everyone's a little bit different between Hasbro Mattel. They're just very vague. At five thousand backers, you get the Master Universe thing, and then early but, backer bonus, you get the King Gray Skull. Okay, Nothing so, beyond that. Okay, so but to read the language, it says early backer bonus. That means. I'm an early backer if I show up in uh, before uh, November, and then I get my King Grayskull and all that stuff early. Sure, but if it gets backed also by November, which that's what they need, that's what it sounds like. I jump on in December. Maybe I don't get my King Grayskull and my early backer bonus, but I still get everything else that comes with it, right? All right. Yeah. So, uh, so it looks like it's being all right. So I, I did the crazy thing. I scrolled down more. Um, this Masters of the Universe attorney placement will only be made for backers who join before uh, November 9th. So you have till November 9th uh, to get your money. Uh, so, how, uh, <laughs> I mean, are you paying what they're asking for that seven hundred, or how much? Are, how much are you actually paying it back? You're paying six hundred, really. But then you get your money back. They don't. I read the fine print on that earlier. You, they don't even charge you if it doesn't get back. But yeah, it says, when will I be charged? No worries, you will actually be charged. You won't be charged unless the campaign reaches a minimum of 5,000 backers by 11, uh, November 9th. This pre-order will uh, will show as pending on your credit card statement until that date. When the campaign succeeds, your payment will be will then be processed. If it doesn't succeed, your pre-order will be canceled and the pending charge will disappear. So, uh, yeah, you've got till the November 9th. November 9th. Cough up 700 right now, not today. Uh, we got a we got a Florida trip coming. Can't do it. Nope, can't do it. Got to be fun in the sun. Besides, there's a lot of other cooler shit that's coming out out there. So, yeah, uh, very excited. So finally, finally for me, I've been waiting. I pre-ordered my damn uh, last Ronin figures. It feels like forever ago, uh, but finally getting some news from. I saw it on two places. So, uh, on NECA, NECA put out a video that. I might as well try and pull it up that. Uh, so they're actually, they didn't say when, and that's always the tricky thing with the NECA. They're like, yeah, this toy's coming out. We're not going to, you know, say when. <laughs> right. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's coming, which is the most I've heard uh, from them. So, And then so, I also, I, uh, sorry, go ahead. But they are coming out with the Ronin toys. The, the, was that? Didn't I send you something earlier today that actually had the yeah that was yeah cool. yeah this I and we stole it and put it up on our Instagram. Uh, so it's Turtle Tuesday. We're excited that that last run figure show up in stores and on doorsteps. Uh, from the da 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 da. So, if you uh, wouldn't mind, Nick, could, could you get could you tell the folks at home a little bit about what the last Ronin is? All right, so last Ronin is essentially, uh, well. I'll just read this real quick because it's got a from the 2020 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic series, Last Ronin, in a future New York City far different than the one we know today. A lone surviving turtle goes on a seemingly hopeless mission to obtain justice for his fallen family and friends. So, uh, through this five part miniseries, 
uh, basically all all the turtles, uh, Leo, Donnie, Raf, Master Splinter, all get murdered. The only the last Ronin is Mikey, and he is uh, on a mission of vengeance to take down. Was it the great grandson of Shredder? And it's a it's a fantastic series, and uh, they've got two two main figures coming out right there. You see, uh, so there's the hooded one, and then there's the one without the armor, and uh, golly, those crazy. are they're, they're freaking awesome figures. I I cannot wait uh, for those to come out because I am going to buy every single one I see, even if I own it already. <laughs> it's almost like talk, the talk about talking about fiscal responsibility here on the show. We are not. <laughs> I might, I might dive into Last Ronin. Have you read it, Jim? <laughs> What's that? Have you read it? No, I haven't read it. No, Nick, I, would Nick, like, is, I would like to. Nick, let's tell me I'm going to read it as soon as it I is. Can. It is the most highly rated thing I can, you know, recommend this year. Uh, I've been recommending it since I it, the last issue came out earlier this year. It's freaking awesome. Uh, they've come out. I mean, you can get the comics now, but they've actually come out with. Uh, a hardcover, you know, that's got yeah. all the issues, and it's like twenty-five bucks at Barnes and Noble or whatever. But uh, I cannot recommend this enough. Uh, the only thing I'm like recommending more, like right now, is the latest uh, Batman Chip Zdarsky run. I freaking I love what they're doing. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, the last Ronin. That's ugh. no joke. I cried a little bit at the end. <laughs> it was. It was. Not saying it was. I, maybe just because I. It was one of those things. I was in the right mood. I was excited, and I put like headphones in and listened to like uh, scores from like the Batman, like the Batman score. Just so I was listening. I was totally like in my little world, and I was like, "Yeah, it was like, ugh, so good." I'd say it. that's the beauty of the Ninja Turtles, man. You you get all kinds of emotions from them. They're they're great watching. The, I can't imagine the comics because, I mean, the sh- the movies and the TV show were always awesome. I mean. Well, Family. especially when it did, I think the mid two thousands TMNT. That was that one was wicked. I love that oh one. God, yeah, yeah. The the first one I still haven't seen. I saw is it Out of the Shadows second. One. Freaking loved it, but it is the comics. Or at least this one for sure is not. It's way grittier. It's way darker. It's got the scene where uh, throughout and not not to give away too much, but uh, throughout the books, you know, it's still Mikey. It starts off with Mikey. Mikey's on his own. You know, everybody's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's literally like haunted by the ghost of his brothers where they're kind of helping him, but there's times where he gets kind of that survivor's guilt and there's a real one, like such a, a, uh, such a powerful scene and a panel in, I think it's issue two. And, you know, he's literally like, you know, he's essentially arguing with himself, but you know, he's, you know, they're like, you should be doing more. And he's like, I know I should be doing like, it's just, I was like, ugh. It was such a brutal panel, such a but I was like, oh, that's such good. That's so good. Yeah. Um so but one of the other uh places that I saw the news on, uh is it Ben Bishop? Uh, is he the artist? But I know it's Bish Art is the his hashtag or his handle. Uh, yeah, Ben Bishop. He did the art for it and he is releasing um I think he's doing you can pre order the whole wave. Uh, through him, plus uh, you get some extra goodies. I don't know the price yet. Um, so uh, Bish Art. So um, never would have imagined drawing. Da, 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 da. So so 
wave one will consist of six figures to release as they become available. Uh, customers who opt for the exclusive signed print uh, for all six figures will, will receive a free bonus uh, poster print with their final six oh. figure. And we're doing the same thing for wave two. So buckle up. So there's waves coming. And remember, Adam, we had the what toys do we really want to see? And I said, I want to see like a deep dive into this world of the left. You got stuff. it, buddy. And uh, yeah, it's coming. And I'm super psyched for it. So, oh, yeah. Uh, plus, plus Jay, the art, like that's, I don't know if he, how well you can see on there, but that's the artwork. The art is freaking excellent. Yeah, it looks like it's awesome. It is excellent art because I've started reading like some of the other like turtle comics. Not gonna like, not as good. But the last Roman stuff is top-notch art, top-notch uh, writing. And it's, uh, I've got one graded uh, comic, and it's this one. And that's issue number one, first run. So, uh, so if, if, that, if that puts in any perspective for you. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, it, there's lots of goodies. And, and I've seen on some Instagrams. Uh, some of the uh, bigger uh, toy uh, pages, like it's, they're starting to, they're, the figures are starting to leak out, and I'm uh, so excited for it. So I can't wait to get my hands on these figures. God, they're <laughs> awesome. They're freaking. They're wicked looking. They're so freaking wicked. Like, and Jay, ugh, I gush about how good it is, but the, the art and everything. Like, there's a, there's one scene where, like in the, the first issue where. He's basically getting ready to commit suicide. He's got like, he's got you know, pair of nunchucks. He's got a side, and he's got one of Leo's swords, but it's busted, you know, like broken. And I'm just like, ugh. Oh, this. So and yeah, no, nope. yeah, I gotta read it now. Isn't there like a fan-made video for the ending we could show? Oh hell yeah, we can. Watch this. This is this is like the last scene of the book, right, Nick? No, this is Earth. This is the scene I was just telling you about. The, and it's, oh. It's, it's in uh so it's not the end it's no it's not at all the end it's it's the first first issue i'm not sharing that hold on This is from uh, Speedo Kagan, uh, but he's doing a completely non-profit. Need to end. But this is—they're just making it. It's freaking, and it's gorgeous. For my family, for honor. But yeah, so this is this is almost panel for panel. Uh, taken out of the first, uh, the first issue, and it's it's just gorgeous. So, might pause it here and there just to copyright it. So, so this is the scene right here where he's actually he just got done doing battle and he failed, and he's basically getting ready uh, to commit. And you can. I don't know if you can hear, but he's arguing with himself. But he's arguing with his, you know, his. We brother. can hear. So, hold on. But we, oh. But this is, this is 
seeing how his tongue is out, so. We were always so different. Damn. So much alike. And his, yeah, his bandana's black. He doesn't go orange through it. I miss my brothers. So much. And. Yeah, his book from Shredder. Or, uh, yeah. Master's book. I miss my father. More than anything else. I wanted to make him proud. And one of the things is like the mutation, they keep getting bigger and stronger and like their mutant abilities just keep getting, you know, more and more enhanced. That's why it's so they're all gone now. But no, it's yeah. That's uh, I freaking yeah. Anybody, anytime anybody wants to talk about uh, Last Ronin, I'm I'm here for it. But yeah, things already got two million views, and yeah, this guy's doing everything uh for nonprofit. You know, so he actually released uh hot, super highly detailed images of posters that he made that you can just download. You have to print them out, your, you know, send them out to the printer for yourself, but you can get a really awesome poster for them. I downloaded my, and we got the posters made. But yeah, the that project's really cool. And now, uh, IDW, who put out uh, the last Ronin series, they're going to do uh, an extended dive into that universe. So we'll see how it goes because they've got uh, Casey Jones' daughter. You have an April O'Neil who's still alive, but she's uh, she's messed up. She's got like a mechanical arm and leg and stuff. Like she was an explosion and like so much going on in that series. Yeah, that's cool. Looks great, man. I can't wait for those figures for you. Give me something else. I gotta go. Go read now. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that, that is yeah, that is a required reading from. Uh, like I said, I can't recommend that series more. So, all right, Adam, you and I had a little bit different opinion as to Wakanda Forever. The last trailer came out, and we had our first look at Black Panther. What did you like of the, of the trailer? I like the idea that of two nations going to war to get to with each other in uh, this movie. Uh, the Atlanteans or whatever they're going to call them. Uh, just weird because they do have the right to call them Atlanteans. It's, anyways, Disney, 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 Marvel, 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 DC, 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 whatever. Um, what I... 
Just okay. So you got the actions. You got all the bells and whistles. It looks like they take it serious. It doesn't look like Thor Ragnarok or um, Batman Forever or Batman and Robin and uh, Thor Love and Thunder. It doesn't look like those movies. So thank God. But what I don't like is there isn't a Black Panther to fight this Namor. Which makes me think, or makes me come to this conclusion, that perhaps the good guy's losing this. The so-called Wakanda, like, maybe the maybe no one's right or wrong in the end. Maybe that's what they're going for, because they're, you know, soft Disney. But maybe from this perspective, Wakanda forever, maybe they start to fall, a Black Panther has to rise, and, you know, in the second one, you know, we see this Namor get the shit kicked out of him by not T'Challa. Yeah, I would say there. It looks like I'm pretty sure there's a Black Panther in there. It's just not yeah. uh, T'Challa. So, Shuri. Well, I would say that it. Everything indicates. Everything points to it being Shuri, but it, there's no 100 percent confirmation. But everybody thinks it's Shuri. Um. Yeah, like I said, uh, you're you're more excited about. I am right now. It's a pass for me, except if for the show. I'll go watch it for the show. But it just. Honestly, the first first Black Panther, I I thought it was okay. I did I never understood like how it was a cultural phenomenon. Like I get the time and place, it was kind of one of those perfect storm things. But and watching it a few months later, I'm like, it was all right, not great, not the best thing ever. Um, now you're telling me I have a Black Panther sequel coming out with without a T'Challa. <laughs> well, it's name, called name, name kind yeah, I say no. Uh, Namor, who's not really Namor, and now you're introducing also uh, Ray Williams as Ironheart. I'm just like, so I'm confused on the whole Namor is not Namor. Is this like a uh, the Mandarin wasn't the Mandarin in Iron Man three? I say, as far as I know, it's you know he doesn't he he doesn't look like Namor. He's not from Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nimbus. I would say uh, to to me it's. I mean, he's, he's, you know, it's like, okay, well, Jay, you're Adam. Well, and Adam, you're Jay. Well, you're just each other in name only at this point. And that's kind of where we're at with the Namor. It's technically Namor, but it's, as far as backstory goes, it's Namor in character Namor. Okay. I don't know. They didn't. Uh, so one thing I kind of like now I've seen the second trailers, I, I like that they put the wings on his feet. At right. least we do know it's Namor. I mean, that's that's definitely a Namor thing, right? Um, I, yeah, I I kind of agree. I mean, like I said, I've been saying it from the beginning. I think he looks like friggin' Nick, Mr. Nimbus from Rick and Morty. The right. you know when you look at him like the bust, you know, head, head down, it's like okay, that's that's not Namor anyone recognizes. But I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I think if they make up for it with story and content it looks like they're going in the right direction with you know like the you know the memorial to to t'challa um i think if they make you know his story good where you know how he died and everything if they make that good i think that movie will probably do well i mean because you know i got a little info here i just found out where mr namor is from mr namor is from talakan talokan T-A-L-O-Can, a fictional underwater nation that will serve as his home country instead of Atlantis. Interestingly, 
Talokan doesn't have any natural ties to a location in Marvel Comics, so to the original source material. Although it does connect back to ancient history, <clears throat> this is from our our dimension here, from the real world's Aztec and Mayan legends. So they're connecting Talokan, which is what Marvel pretty much is kind of known for doing like back in the 60s and stuff to try to pull things from his. I mean, even Atlantis was technically like this real life legend. So, I mean, they're updating the mythos. I don't, I don't know why they feel, okay. So I'd be like, well, I don't know why they feel the need to connect it, to rename it. Why can't it, it just be Atlantis or is Atlantis, I don't know, perhaps too European well, I'm I, sure. I, my understanding was much more because well, DC's already laid, laid claim to Atlantis, so, uh, you know, they're basically well, we'll call them something else. So I uh, found this from Screen Rant. Uh, who is Kukul Khan? Kukul Khan, Namor connection deity. Explain Namor is called the Feather Serpent, Feather Serpent God in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, connecting. Marvel Cinematic Universe anti-hero to the deity Kuku Khan. The oh, Phase Four movie movie introduces Namor and his race of underwater people to the MCU. What was that? Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. It was just a quick little lightning bolt. That's why the guy in the trailer, the big bad, uh, the big bad Wakanda goes, "He's Kuku Khan," or whatever he says. He makes he does a big thing. Oh, goes, he's, M'Baku. He's, yeah, 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 yeah. Mbaku. Yeah, so uh, the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer confirms another big change for Namor in what is believed to have connection to a powerful deity. Mbaku notes that the people of Talkokan uh, do not refer to Namor as a general or king, but instead call him the same name as the Feathered Serpent God. So Kukukan is the name of the serpent deity in several Mesoamerican religions. The Father Serpent God, the Feathered Serpent God, was worshipped by the you could take my people from 1500, but it's also had many names besides Kukukan and other Mesoamerican cultures. So, uh, so they're leaning more into the uh, Mesoamerican religion aspect of it. So, so a little bit different departure from the comics. So, all this why? Okay, why couldn't we just make that story that Namor sees the, you know, the Black Pantherless country of Wakanda and decides to try and take it over for? The glory of Atlantis. Yeah, it, that, <laughs> I mean, yeah. honestly, what, what's wrong with that kind of story? <laughs> It'd be cool. That's honestly, I, I sounds like I don't know what they're going to war for, but the two nations are going to war, right? Yeah. Oh wait, did, or did you like. just, or did you just outline that, Nick, and I didn't hear it? Uh, it's the, uh, you know, the the plot of the movie is kind of pretty vague. Um, okay as far as what's actually happening. But yeah, it's, I mean, is, isn't that always been part of the thing is like between Atlantis and Wakanda, they've, they're not friends. They've always kind of, you know, gone one way or the other, you know, they've, they've always, always been, you know, kind of political or uh, geographic rivals. So I, I suppose so. Maybe so, so I'm not the Marvel guy. <laughs> well, that's yeah. I, I well, that's part of it. I I'm not a big, uh, big in. Like, I I've never read a Namor comic. It's just, but you always just being in comics, you know who the big characters are. Namor's always been one of the bigger characters because he is hey, one he, of the. He he's you know 
you know, uh, Aquaman is DC's water guy. Namor is Marvel's water guy. You know, and it's just you always know who are the, you know, the uh, polar opposites in which universe are. And uh, he's one of the strongest Marvel characters they've ever created, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and on, the, on his trading card, he had straight sevens, which seven is the highest you can get in every category. Yeah. So uh, what they've done with them as far as the comics, uh, that's kind of part of the issue, too, because, you know, hey, with uh, Samuel Jackson, hey, they made the character black, which, cool, that's fine for the comics. And then you can tell they're like, ah, shit, let's do this. And so now they got eventually going to have to change them for the comics. And I haven't seen them doing anything changing for the comics recently as of yet. So uh, we'll see. But also, um, I hate to do this because I can't find the quote, but the actor, Adam, we, we were talking about this last time. Why can't they get the actors under control? Why can't they tell them to stop saying things? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's Disney. This should be pretty easy. Because this this freaking actor has basically came out and is quoted as saying, oh, well, typically the Latin guys are usually uh, the villains, and they're not going to be the villain in this one. We're going to be the hero. It's like, for fuck's sakes, dude. Like, shut up. And I, it just drives me crazy when, like, this is this is not why you're here. This is this is not why you're here. You're not here to fix racism. You're just here to play an Atlantean guy. Listen, put on your put on your scuba trunks and freaking just say the line. When daggers are pointed at innocent hearts and muskets are ready to fire, and when tyrants strike high and govern with fear and the forces of evil conspire, then from out of the night a hero must rise with courage that even a mask won't disguise. They turn to a man called Zorro. <laughs> What's larger hey. than life and a friend to all? He's the man who the people proclaim. I say zero, Zorro's, I love Zorro. Yeah, I, well, it was never, see, that's where I get frustrated because I never went, oh, look, a Mexican hero. I was like, no, he's a badass dude with a sword. <laughs> I was like, I, I, just, I, I don't understand where, like, hey, let's all just focus on this. I was like, no, he was a great character. I loved Zorro. Zorro I loved the old awesome. black and white TV show. I liked, even like the Antonio Banderas movie. That was pretty okay. Uh, we watched that not that long ago. Yeah, I was like, it's, it's got Anthony Hopkins, which, okay, super white, but he's a great actor. But you also had Antonio Banderas, who could not be a cooler guy. You know what's crazy about that movie? Uh, Antonio Banderas plays the original Zorro, right? The, the the Zorro that the stories are all written about. Not Antonio Banderas. <clears throat> Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Antonio Banderas plays a real guy that they changed the lore to say became Zorro. Right. That's a real guy in history. The Antonio Banderas character. Right, yeah. He didn't really uh, become Zorro, everybody. I'm just saying. He's, <laughs> just, he's also not a uh, guitar player who took on the cartel either. But, you know. Right. It's, <laughs> but, in all two right. movies. Yeah, in two. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> One was way better than the other ones. The first, Desperado was amazing. I still love that movie. 
and not just because it introduced the word to sell to introduce the word to Selma Hayek, but that's a that's a big key part as well. <laughs> anyway, so all right. Uh one of the things my wife and I finished watching this past weekend was uh the Dahmer docudrama series on Netflix. And uh holy moly, like this is why <laughs> well, this is why honestly. I started watching documentaries instead of like relying on movies for historical accuracy. And uh, Jay, you're you're in law enforcement, and I know you probably watch certain things, and certain times you just have to like shake your head, and be like, "That's not how it works at all." <laughs> you know, it's like, but it's just, but I was just sitting there watching. I was like, "Holy moly! Like you can't, you can't do that. You can't say some of these things." And um, one of the biggest issues going through this entire 10 part series which mind you it is far did not need to be 10 episodes it went on far too long was the ineptness and incompetency of the milwaukee police department and basically the racism and just the ineptness that basically let this go on for 13 years or however many years i think it was 13 victims but like x amount of years but um but the, the real intriguing thing about Dahmer, because I think Dahmer was the first time in my lifetime where there was a, you know, this uh, serial killer to this magnitude where you're like, holy moly, like, you know, the details started creeping out as a kid. Be like, well, that's a new thing that I had never even conceptualized in my life as being, you know, it's like new fear unlocked, you know, and just realizing that this guy living in this apartment building was doing all these things but um so you know one of the things and jay i don't know how you feel about stuff like this but i was like basically like making these anti-heroes out of such terrible people where it's like if you met half the people i had to deal with like they would not be a hero on anybody's list you know oh no it's it's got to be just like really you're you're propping up this guy and it just it's like no you clearly you clearly have not, you know, you know how it is when you're like, you hear about what people have done and then you actually see what they've done. Like, uh, I don't remember the Ray Rice incident a few years ago where, you know, there was a, this domestic incident with him and his girlfriend or wife at the time. And everybody's like, oh, well, yeah, that's terrible. And then video came out and everybody goes like, oh, my God, get that man out of the league now. And yeah. never played another down. And I think it's just when they make you know series like this, and I just go like, you've got. They're trying to portray him like he's just kind of a weird guy. I'd be like, no, you. Even in the show, I'm like, it doesn't even scratch the surface of what this man had done. Oh God, no, he's that's the I I couldn't even imagine I couldn't imagine walking into that scene there. Holy God, man. I mean, you know, you got a head in the fridge, and you head know, in the I fridge, actually, a fifty-five gallon drum in the closet. Oh yeah, acid. So, the smell alone, you know, what dead bodies smell like immediately. It's like, okay, this is. Well, well, actually, that's it's funny. The first thing that would have threw me off, threw me for a loop, and like I would have questioned absolutely everything. Is about what's he doing living in that neighborhood? Well, and, and that's actually one of the real interesting things because. Anytime something like this comes up, I immediately start looking up the articles, the history versus, uh, you know, movie. And uh, one of the, I forget the lady's name, but she wrote like one of the books on it. And also one, the, 
one of the main portrayals of the character. You, I think you said you saw the first episode, right? Mm, yeah. So they have uh, the neighbor who is basically saying, oh, I smelled this, I smelled that. And the, the uh, woman who wrote the books be like, it's not like you were saying. It's not the smell you would think it is. It's not the decomposing smell that everybody would smell. It was a super chemically smell that everybody smelled. You didn't smell mm-hmm. the, the decomposition smell that the that the neighbor was you know complaining about and she said that's one of the main things that people got wrong but also the other main thing that people got wrong is that neighbor who's portrayed in all 10 episodes mind you so hope you like her because she's in there the whole time um she didn't even live in that building she lived in an adjacent building and she's she gets her own storyline throughout this whole thing but i was just like and that's where i just started going i was like and, and that was part of the thing. Like, oh, the smell, the smell, the smell. I was like, you didn't smell that. Stop. I was like, that didn't happen. And that's part of my issue with most of us. Like, that did not happen. Why are you doing this? But that super chemically smell, too. It was, it's basically, it's that smell of acid boiling down flesh. Oh, that's yeah. what oh, it no. is. Oh, oh I, I, I realized that. But it's, but my understanding, it was not like the, the decom smell. I think that everybody. Right. To an extent, kind of knows what that, you know, smells like a little. Well, there's, there's, there's a, there's a few different smells of death. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, it's not only just the decomposition. There's, there's a lot of, there's, there's different smells of death. Well, and but, and then, that, but that's why I say I just, you still refer to it. It just smells like death. Right. Well, and ultimately, that's what it was. But it wasn't. She's like, and in the article, she's like, I know what that smell is. It was not that smell. Was. See, like my questions would be too. How many times? How many times did the police get called to Dahmer's apartment to investigate the smell? Right. You know, that's that's one. You know, we don't know. You know, he got away with this for how long because no one called the police on him, and it's it, it's a definite possibility. I mean, um, you know, I you know we watched that first episode, and I, I was I was talking to Adam, I, and Shauna and I talked about it too. It's like, you know, me being a cop and like I've been doing this almost 26 years now. So complacency is like terrible for us. That's the worst thing that can happen to us. And we all do it. We all get it. And, you know, like, like I talked about, you know, when you see a guy with one handcuff on running down the street, it's like, I I would immediately think where half naked. Yeah. Yeah. Where did he come from? Who had him in custody and are the cops? Okay. Because, because honestly, that's that's to me what you know flags. That, that's that to me. That to me is like red flags of like he just escaped police custody somewhere. So, so this and, be, when you say police, talk about it like this. There's a, it's called the Dahmer Files, or maybe it's serial killer files, but it was under the Dahmer Files under this show, and that was on Netflix in 2013. And the police officer, he's like, I almost <laughs> loosely says this, like, I had to be his friend or we became, we had this relationship because I was the one who had to go and inter- interrogate him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he says, this is what happened. I walk into the room and I tell him, is there anything that you want to tell me about what's going on in there? And he's quiet or he says something or whatever. The next thing he says is, is there is a search warrant for your apartment. So anything you want to tell me will help you. And he's saying like, to me right now, it's like police work, right? 
And this there, was well, there, there. You're talking. What you're saying there is completely different. What the show? What well, the this show. is? This is from the cop's mouth to Netflix to my ears. 2013. Okay. And then this is re Dahmer's reaction to the cop. Like he looks at him and goes, oh, "I'm caught. You got me, man, man, man. Like, fuck, I got caught." That's how he described it. Well, and, and so now, that's, but, but now my question though too is: is this the is this the cop that found the guy that escaped, or is I this a detective that this was a, talking to Dahmer? This is a detective. This is a detective. And then oh, he says, okay. then he said the detective says to something to the effect of, "Well, then you you know, I guess if you're the one I'm telling, this is gonna be big, or whatever." Because that's, that's they also interviewed than... that woman from the, the the movie that you're talking about too. Yeah, the neighbor. The yeah, the neighbor. She ate his food. He cooked for her. Also, oh, she was probably eating people. Yeah, who knows? Eating people. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and that's and that's part of my issue with the Netflix, the one uh, with uh, what's his name, not not the the documentary, but the docu series where the amount of liberties taken in this show are so like. It got to the point where I'm like, I can't watch this. <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to sit there. I'm trying to watch it with my wife because she's into it. I'm, I'm like, can't you can't you can't do that? Uh, one like, of the what, what do you mean? Like, who can't do that? So, I'll example. So, it does not treat the uh, uh, police friendly in this one, where uh, one of the uh, victims was a Loatian teenager. And so they have a, a storyline for the last few episodes where the father keeps getting these phone calls being harassed, you know, getting these racist, harassing things. And they imply strongly, if not basically point the finger, that it's the cops calling and, like, uh, race, you know, being racist to the father. And I'm just like, you can't, you can't do that. Not in a docudrama because... Dumbasses who don't know to think any harder or to look into anything are going to think that happened. Yes. And it, unless you can, unless you have proof that that happened, you can't say stuff like that. You can't make that implication. Correct. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's just, it's stuff like that. I'm like, that, that was, I was like, you can't say stuff like that. You simply can't do that because there are dumbasses who are going to go, you know, Jay, you guys don't need your job made any harder, you know, especially with, you know, racial relations in this country. And just be like, oh, yeah, all cops, especially those cops, are racist. But you know, it's just like, that's what they do. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, people, people believe everything. Whoa, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Stop yelling. Well, where the fuck am I? I don't know, but. Lost internet. Lost internet. Okay, Internet well, I, we, we hear you, so relax. I thought you kicked me out, man. Well, keep it up, and I will. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> why did I get booted? All right, I'm going to boot myself. <laughs> I'll be right back. All right. Jeez, way to just freak everybody out, but anyway. Hey, but I was freaking out here. <laughs> That's it. I'm taking the kids, Nick, and I'm going to my sisters. Oh, good. So, anyway, um, oh, hey. Yeah. Ooh, I moved up in the world. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep, keep you on the top row. <laughs> but it was, it was just uh, 
there was a couple other things that I now that Adam threw me off, but it, it's just totally like Jay, where shows like that, like they can't, there's certain things where I'm just like, you can't say stuff like that. And uh, also with the, uh, the neighbor, and the neighbor's literally in every single episode. There oh, he is. I know what that <laughs> oh, Okay. You got to think about it too, though. I mean, how many of these things are going to, yeah. If they, if they, 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 movies got to put their, their drama into everything too. I mean, that's oh, what sure. sells tickets. That's what makes people watch, you know, but that's why I say they'll, they'll do stuff like that to make the, you know, give the, Give it more juice, drama juice effect, up, you know, yeah, make it, juice up the make story it more a little exciting. Bit. Yeah. I mean, let's yeah, be honest. So. This story didn't need any of that. It really no. didn't. Because it was so ridiculous. Like, everything that he did was so, like, completely off the charts. From Fucking what, horrible. Well, that's why it gets to, I'm like, when, he, when the details started coming out, I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, who even thinks to, you know, do stuff like that? I'm just like, oh, like. Are, are you okay down there? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The yeah. shot doesn't look. The shot doesn't look so good. I guess. I <laughs> it's bugging me. It's like I can't right. fix the framing. Uh, okay. I took your spot up top. So. All right. Oh, look at right. now. So it's It's part of the just, frame for the show. It's just. It's just the thing. Okay. Cool. I thought I was having technical difficulties. I'm like, what is wrong with this camera? I'm so <laughs> sending a nasty letter to Logitech. <laughs> right. But um, Logitech. But yeah, because I was telling. We love you, Logitech. Uh, sponsor the show. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 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 because Jay, I know uh, there was a big case. Uh, I forget how long it probably had to be about a decade ago. But because uh, I used to work with the school district, and we used to work with the sheriff at the time, and you know who I'm talking about. And now he's in politics, but he told us like how they captured the husband in this murder because the because mm-hmm. the, the husband basically you know cut up his wife and put him in this uh, forest and then you know, well he in, he didn't put all of he didn't put all over there right pieces but it, it but it was the but they uh, went into the media and said hey we're gonna start searching such and such and then they set up surveillance to you know what happened but. They set up surveillance mm-hmm. to catch him going to get the parts that were in there, and that's how they ultimately ended up catching the guy. I was like, see, stuff like that, I'm like, that needs no juice. That needs no, like, amping up. I was like, everything in that story absolutely fascinates me. Yeah. We didn't yeah. do very good surveillance, though. <laughs> but you we got let him the guy. Get, we but let him get way the... up north. <laughs> But you, but you got the guy. You, you didn't let him do it again. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It, 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 it really intrigues me, and, and I don't want this to get into. Uh, oh, I know what I wanted to say because one, especially back talking about the getting back to the Dahmer series. So, uh, one of the big issues with the police back then was the, also the time it took place, which was you know the late eighties, early nineties. And so part of the issue was that they were like, well, it's just the gay community, so we don't really care. It's the And most of the victims were gay and black. So, well, you know what? We don't really care about that community anyway. So, you know, you're, you're, you're doing this terrible thing anyway, so you get what you get. And I'm like. I don't think that's what happened. 
no, wow. but that's but that's the portrayal. That's the and, and and that's kind of what the portrayal of the Milwaukee police has been. And and Jay, I, I'm sure you've worked with lots of guys, lots of different guys from all over the place. And there's certain points where you're like, oh, you're from this area. You know, it's not just police where you're like, you know, Adam, anytime you hear from someone coming from, you know, this department or this company, you're like, oh, not that one. <laughs> like, right. So, I mean, you see the police departments, the police departments, we all get the, we all get the same training. We're all the same. Right. You know, it's the areas you work. That's what kind of makes those police departments into the names they get, you know? And it's not, it's not that they do that. It's just, that's, that's how people feel that way because that's the majority of what you deal with in that area. You know, if you're, you know, depending on the area you're in, that's, that's the, that's the majority of the complaints. And we, of course, we always, we always get to see people at their worst. I mean, no matter, I don't care what race, sexual, you know, sexual orientation, whatever they are. You know, age, we always see people at their worst. That's, it's, it's bound to happen no matter where you're at. And so that's usually, usually, usually when you're interacting with those people, it's probably the worst day of their life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Always. I mean, it's not often, it's not often that we, you know, see people in good, good lights, you know? Right. And vice versa. I mean, let's be honest. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we are human. We have bad days too. We have good days and bad days too. (laughs) Right. So, but uh, it's so funny. I can tell you right now. I was, I was mad at working overtime. I, I took it, you know. Sure. I, I volunteered for the overtime, but it's like, oh God, I'm not in the right mind frame to do this today. You know, I, it's just one of those days. I hate everybody. Don't talk to me. Just leave me, leave me alone. You know. I hope I don't get any calls. <laughs> you know. Oh sure. sure, sure. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, when it comes to the, and like I said, I switched to watching far more documentaries because of the historical inaccuracies. And I think this is one of those series that really, really takes the liberties and really stretches them as far as they can to the point oh, where yeah. I'm like, you you can't like just damn man, like you really can't uh, do that stuff, especially in today's climate. I was like, that's just not fair. Sometimes um, I think it takes away from actual things like that. Oh, you know, it does. It's like- it, uh, it 100% does. Like I said, it's a minimum of two to three episodes too long. And and let's let's be honest, you know, in the news, families from the victims are coming out and saying basically like because of the th- the way the story's told, it's basically re-traumatizing these families. And I'm just oh, I like believe it. why I was like, why? Like, why would you even go there? So Jeremy Johns goes on record. I understand that complaint because Jeremy Johns reviewed the whole series and he says you get through you get to a certain point where one episode is about one particular victim. And then that victim, as much as you like him, doesn't make it. And then the next issue or the next episode is about a particular victim. Yep. And as much as you like that victim, that victim doesn't make it. And that then be now throw in, you know, freak of the week and like the old, you know, TV. That's how they did that. And it's not very, clever if you break it down to freak of the week right uh it's not very clever storytelling uh so i see why it traumatizes because you're taking so this week our hero or in this case our killer our hero is going to battle this guy and in this case 
this human being that once actually lived. You're going to tell their story. Well, You're going to root and, for them, and then they're going to die. And, and, and their loved ones watch it, and they're kind of like, yeah, that was. Yes, because, and it, it, it Adam, it, and that's the other thing. It pulls on that stuff so damn hard where they have, uh, I, and I apologize, I don't remember the, the victim's name, but, like, deaf kid, good-looking kid, he was a model, just made him super happy-go-lucky, loved his family. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, that's, I was like, wait a second. This guy's gonna die in twenty minutes. You know, it's just like, like, damn, like, and like you said. Oh, here's the next episode. Oh yeah, we're gonna do that again. We're gonna really build up this character, make you like him a lot. And just so you know, this monster, he's gonna go into the, you know, the monster's cave, and he's not coming. Except it's real. Except I mean, they're actors. Except it freaking happened. Really, you know what? And how can you how can you expect family to be nothing but? Like traumatized by this because they just spent the last 20, 20 some years trying to get rid of the images of what they thought that their loved ones last you know last minutes on earth might be like and now they get to relive it and, and told by somebody who's trying to make it even more dramatic for everybody well and, the, and then you got all the assholes who are going to go on social media and doing this and that and then uh, you know, there's people going after was it Kesha and Katy Perry who are like you had Jeremy Dahmer lyrics in your in your song and you're like oh, yeah. you're, you're, I was like you're oh, the one Jesus. who didn't know the, the monster that this guy was I was like that's on you like and like I said every, like we grew up you know we were I think it was, I was 10 when the news broke but it was a couple years before you started getting the details and you're just like oh my god but like yeah like when, when people mention you know these Dahmer, Gacy, Bundy you know all these guys just very flippantly and especially in like shows like American Horror Story I was like these were literal human monsters and you're trying to make them cool in a tv show no <laughs> not okay there's no, a i agree there's a theory i never mind <laughs> not, not going there but it's uh so it's about leaded gas okay um but i'm gonna give this i, I can't recommend i can't recommend this because like i said it's it's basically just there to, you know, exploit the families, you know, and try just trying to make Dahmer who was something that he wasn't. He was a monster. Leave it there. Like, go watch the documentary. It'll actually tell you what type of person he was. He wasn't like a misunderstood, you know, oh, hey, like, no, he was a freaking monster doing things that no one had even conceived of. Yeah, I mean, they're the things nightmares are made of. It's the, 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 the shit that Mary Shelley wrote about in Frankenstein, well, it's, which was some of his fucking... And Night of the Living Dead was his info. You know, he wanted to create a sex zombie. Well, that's it. I'm just like... When you, when you start going, like, what are you he doing? You're like, you're like yeah. that doesn't even... Like, for most people, that didn't even compute. Like, that, so, was, that was the level of evil that this person did. So you watched all of it. Yep. Well, most did, did, like 80 percent. Okay. So did they show him like sleeping with mannequins? He, th there was a the look on your face says no. No, but there's a lot of weird stuff. There he was a lot of weird stuff because he, and that's part of it too, where the dad you it shows that sort of trying to you know intervene, being like, Yeah, my kid's not normal. Right. Um, That's the one I look at like most watching that first episode. It's like, holy Christ, how the, how the hell you be a parent in that one? You know, it's like, uh, 
Yeah, the, <laughs> I, and not to say, and I apologize. I shouldn't say that they try and build Dahmer up to be something, but like it's one of those where no one is coming comes out of the show clean. The parents don't come out clean. The families don't come out clean. Uh, you know, just it's just it's kind for me. It's kind of like why the hell did you even choose to go this path with this show? I really don't. I don't agree with it. And especially you draw it out for ten episodes, and then you know, like to be said, honest, I think they've seen the success that Ted the Ted Bundy one got. Yeah, with uh, what's uh, Zach Efron playing him? Well, and I, and I think they've seen the success that that got, and they're trying to. Uh, to me, they're trying to jump on that kind of bandwagon. Right or and, wrong, there's a niche for this stuff. Though. Well, there there is, and there's especially you know with podcasts nowadays, true crime podcasts. Uh, my tr- my wife and I we like the show. Uh, was it the the detective show the where they do the you know the murder scene stuff? Yeah, I mean we watch that stuff. Yeah, but, yes. uh, it's the oh, it's the it's the it it's the real show where they deal with like real crimes. Oh, uh, cold case? Not cold case, but the forensic eight hours forensic, forensic files forensic okay. files. So. <laughs> Uh, so and, and, that, okay. and that show and that show's got like bad. I can't watch police dramas. <laughs> yeah, so, that, that's probably the last thing you want to deal with. But it's one of those. Yeah, there's like twenty. Ep- there's like twenty seasons, like twenty episodes. So I mean, obviously, there's been a market for this for a long time. But just the glorizing, uh, yeah, it, giving it, a little bit of glory to the him, and then just re- basically re-traumatizing the families. It's like. I hell? feel bad for Shauna because she she can't sit through those with me because I'm like that doesn't happen. Nope, that doesn't work like that. Oh, I, well, are you kidding me? Well, that's well, that's how. Well, I would say that's why I figured you do. I do this because I'm sitting there trying to think, you know, talk about how I would talk about for the show, and my wife's, you just shut up and watch a show, and I'm like, sorry, shutting it off. Okay. No, I can't do it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for you, it's like that bullshit, bullshit, and I started, and that's the point where I got to with the show. I was like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. You can't do that. That's bullshit. Oh, what's um? Oh my God! Uh, Jeremy Renner did a series. The mayor of I can't remember the name of it. It was uh, whatever it was on, and it's so funny because they're literally making so they're kind of they're actually kind of making it about Jackson. You know, the, it, it's about kind of about Jackson because there's I think there's three at least three prisons like real close together in Jackson. Right, Michigan, um, but they make their own town of it, and they use like like one of the big prisons. They use a it's a prison in Canada because it's a real it's a real cool looking old prison. It's on the coast of Lake Erie, you know, and oh my god, it's just the the way they do all this thing. The police and like they're they're private detectives that work for the inmates, basically. If the inmates have a problem in prison, they come to these guys, and these guys are all friends with the police, and they make shit happen, and they, they get them stuff inside the prison. They're, they, these two, you know, Jeremy Renner and his brother are like these two guys that just keep the peace in all the prisons. It's like, this is fucking retarded. nothing ever ever like this will ever happen in a million fucking years but we're gonna make a show about this well it's like it's it's like the she-hulk show saying uh we didn't we don't know anyone who knows anything about lori lawyer (laughs) we don't know anything about superheroes and we don't know anything about lawyers but guess what we made a show about it's like yeah there you go fantastic what 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 
what could go wrong? But all right, let's move on. So wait, I have all right. Is it okay since we're talking about something so serious here? If we segue on a John Mulaney joke. Go ahead. So John Mulaney says, I was sitting around watching Cold Case Files, and Cold Case Files is one of my favorite shows. And he says, why? And then he says, but then it got me to thinking, what did they do back in the time before they had DNA and forensic? Could you imagine? Detective, we found a pool of the killer's blood right out in the hallway. Gross. Mop it up. <laughs> now, back to my hunch. Look for clues. There you go. And that's the world without DNA. Okay, you said, I know you're telling a joke there, but speaking of, if you haven't seen it yet, too, the one that's really cool is, uh, oh, God, what the hell's the name of it? It's, uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime, but it's it's basically Jack the Ripper. Um, It's, oh, God, what the hell was his name? The, uh, Holmes? Yeah, yeah Holmes, that's Holmes. it. Yeah. I think yeah. he was. Is it, it, it J.B. Holmes? Yeah, they yeah. think yeah. they think he made his way. They think he was America. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Yep. Because he, well, he, he had that's he had where the, he was. Yeah, he yeah. had the murder house in Chicago. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a hotel, and that's what the uh, seventh season or whatever hotel was about in uh, loosely made about in uh, American Horror Story. Those no, that season. was that was that was a different one. That was the what was it the Cicero Hotel? That was that was no, the Cecil Hotel. The Cecil Hotel, yeah. I'm sorry. Then was it Murder House that was? Because you could hide because there was because because we watched a documentary about that hotel. No, I know all about, about the Cecil. I just I just screwed it up. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Say what, yeah. Let's talk about the Cecil and its evilness. That's it. I want. Was it a show or documentary? Because they did have that a was thing a documentary. And yeah, that was it. Was kind of one of those things where, like, it was yeah, like weird shit happened, but also like, it's in the middle where, of the row. Yeah, I say it's where all the drugs and stuff happened. So it's like, well, yeah, crazy shit's gonna happen where all the drugs and the mentally, you know, mental people go. So it's just strange that that girl found herself in the water tank. Yeah, that's weird too. But also, I. <laughs> You have those nights where you're like you're really drunk. You don't know how you got there. And be like, I can see how that totally could happen in a hotel where you're like, you're on enough, you're you're doing enough weird shit. You're like, yeah, I can see how. Yeah, she 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 had uh, mental real bad mental health issues and was off of her all of her medications. They said, yeah, because yeah, because they tried that was the focal point. They tried to make it into this big thing, and it turns out like she was on drugs and had mental issues. Be like, yeah, I can totally see how she'd end up on the the roof of this creepy ass hotel and end up in a water tank also it wasn't uh advertised as the spooky old CISO hotel what happened was is they subsidized all the upper floors government subsidized and then people came in and they bought like the the if you walk in you walk off of skid row and then you walk in you think you just walked into heaven like it's 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 gorgeous there but it's called the stay on main so she went to the famous stay on main and that's how it was advertised yeah, well, well, that's the thing. Yeah, it, it's very well advertised, and then you get there, you're like, oh shit, <laughs> oh. Like, oh no, isn't it H H Holmes or something like that? H, yeah, it's, uh, it was H H. Yeah. yeah, that's probably H B or something, something like, like that. Chicago, I think he did it at. I yeah, see, yeah. I, well, that's where he did the American, but he, they, they were linking a trip to Europe. He was gone for some time, and 
like any of the victims they found here, it was the same thing over there because they knew right. he was some kind of medical or they thought he was some kind of medical field. Yeah. And because the way he got them and, you know, with the precision he do it with and shit like yeah. that. It's crazy. So. Mm. All right. So we were going to talk. I was want to talk a little bit about Rings of Power and House of the Dragon, but we'll save that for another show. Let's get into some toys and comic stuff. So, Adam, you got some new stuff. You were showing off your Asbat. Let's why don't you grab that real quick? The Asbat? Yeah. Well, I, well I, no, no, he's not new. I was just showing him to you. Yeah, but I like it. <laughs> All right. I also have a couple pictures of uh, what was. Oh done yeah, with the, yeah, your PowerPoint. That's right. That's well, with what was done with the. Uh, do you got pictures of what you did with your uh, display? Which one? Who me? Uh no. Uh so the 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 Batman animated series display, did you take some pictures for the show? I took some pictures of mine. So I did not yet. I haven't done anything special with it. Mm-hmm. Well, you asked for it. Here's the Asbats DC Direct Nightfall series. I don't remember what year it came out in. It is uh got limited articulation. It is a six inch scale, uh arms and elbow, uh just a single uh, elbow joints, single knee joints. Um, so the McFarland version is definitely superior to it in terms of articulation, but I feel that as a aesthetic and paint that this is superior to the McFarlands. It's just got the right tone. Very nice. You got your PowerPoint ready? I do. I wasn't expecting to show off this guy, but you made me. No. Yeah. All right, so... There we go. So, whoops, that's too much. So, this is just uh, the Three Jokers Batman, real quick. I just wanted to show like a picture of kind of him set up with the lightning going off in the dark, uh, with uh, the Batman the Animated Series gold label diorama stand. So, I haven't even taken I haven't taken the the figure of that out yet, but I placed this on him, and then this is what he looks like looking up at it during the daytime. Let's see, we got some other people, Man Bat. Um, Elvira here. Oh, that's actually Jenna Jameson's body. And yeah, you, uh, gotta sh- you gotta share it for us. Huh? You gotta share it. Share what? That's of course! Right! Because we can't see what you're talking about. Technical difficulties here. Put up that Simpsons guy with the bottle. I wonder how bad you guys were laughing at my ass when I, I couldn't see your faces. I understand. <laughs> I, was just like, I was like, we have no idea what you're talking about. So. No idea what you're talking about. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Entire screen. And we are sharing. Can you see my screen? There we go. There we go. Okay, so there he is in the dark with the lightning going on here. You'll hit this. And then we go look up, and that's actually Jenna Jameson's body. Here, <laughs> well, Avira came with two different heads, and I had to. Have, and, and these bucks here are seven to seven and a half inch bucks for you know their body. So I just popped off Jenna's head and put this on. I think that's permanent. Pretty sure it's permanent at the crow. But then if you look up there, you got the three Jokers Batman. I've got a cloth good capes underneath his plastic cape. But if this is the moment we've all been waiting for, if we're here to talk about some He Man. Are we ready for He-Man? Let's go He-Man. All right. One moment here. We're going to end this show. All right, kids. 
So right here, as we say, 40 years ago, Mattel created Masters of the Universe, a world of space and sorcery, of fantasy and technology, and of He-Man, the hero who inspired children to discover the power within themselves. So back then in the early 80s, you might have got a little something like this waiting for you under the tree. This is the uh, retro play He-Man. This is He's got the face of He-Man. The buck looks pretty close, except the articulation is better. We're not here to see this He-Man. I'm just trying to show you what the difference is in the buck of what we're going to get with the Mattel Masterverse 40th Anniversary He-Man. You guys have seen the Masterverse bucks. They are in scale with um, McFarlane Toys, so it's really cool to know that. And here we go. So this is the 40th Anniversary Masterverse um, He-Man 7-inch scale. Uh, you can see here we got the little sticker for the power. This is the reverse side of the card. Down here is where I read from. Actually, Jay, remind me later. I gotta uh, ask you about something. Uh, I was wondering if you'd be interested in a project with these with the, this card art. But uh, once we move forward here, we can take a look at how he compares in size to the other uh, He-Man's that have been released uh, through the Masterverse. This is the uh, Revelations He-Man, and you can see this is the. Uh, New Eternia Viking He-Man with the, the head without the uh, helmet buck. So it's just this head, uh, head sculpt, I should say. But you can see that they made the chest way wider for uh, the 40th anniversary, which I agree with. I think he should have been a lot bulkier. So we look here's my custom uh, half Origins, half Masterverse Prince Adam. Uh, so this is uh, basically the half of a Origins, uh, I'm sorry, Retroplay buck with, um, um, what's it going to call it, uh, Savage He-Man legs. Uh, and he's going by the power of Grayskull to turn into this hot fella here, He-Man. Most powerful man in the universe. Here's what this looks like in and out of the package for the original, and here's what they look like together. So this is kind of where we've come from here. That is our presentation, folks. Fair enough. That is the cool. 40th anniversary He-Man. So, all right, and I'll show what I've been working on the last few days. So, yeah. is, uh, three Jokers, Batman for Adam. So I made him, uh, gave him the blue look there, and plus that's uh, hush. That started out as platinum. I start working on that, but uh, try to bring out some of the definition of some of the muscles and all that by dry brushing, Just trying to show off some definition from the toy. And yeah, pretty happy with how these turned out. Uh, really happy with how the head on Hush turned out. And yeah. going to try and lighten up the jacket just a little bit, but yeah, really happy how that turned out. So. Cool. Looking very good. Very good. So do you want that Hush back now or? <laughs> I don't want him back. No, man. Here's the thing is I scheduled him to be returned uh, last August. And I looked at him in my trunk every day and I could just never bring myself to it. And I knew that if I did worst, worst case scenario, I didn't show up at the uh, UPS store. It would just not refund me. So it stayed there. And I was like, Saturday, Jason, I went to Nick's house and I said, you're going to do me a favor. And I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do with it. Take this figure. Either paint it and keep it or throw it away. So it's all <laughs> yours, Nick. 
yeah, I thought about maybe trying the monochrome thing with it, but I was like, I'll give it a shot. Uh, yeah, happy with how it's turning out. So, <laughs> all right, Adam, let's get into what we're reading. What are you, are you reading anything lately? Actually, yeah, I started. I started to read some old Superman comics, and I really couldn't get through it. So, um, now Maxima though is involved in it. It's called the Triangle series. It starts in like the the nineties through the uh, death of Superman all the way to like 2011, whenever the new 52 started. So yeah, I started reading Superman that far back. Very nice. But I don't yeah. know if I talked about uh, this issue of Batman. It's Batman 127. It's the third issue of the Chip Zdarsky, Jorge Imenez run. Uh, this one gets into the whole uh, during our Batman battling failsafe. Bottle. So I love Jorge Eminence's art in this. And it's really one of the things that I think that's really underrated is how much of a mental, you know, all the mental things that go into being Batman. And this really dives, he, uh, Chip Zdarsky really does a great job in doing the whole mental thing, uh, just, you know, what he's thinking and basically how they try and bring him back from being Zuran R. Basically, you know, how he goes from being full Batman to be like, hey man, like, no. We need you to come back just a little bit, you know. We need you to just be the Batman. And uh, basically they realize toward the end there that they can't defeat uh, Failsafe on their own, so they gotta bring in But they got to bring out the big guns, and this is the last panel of Batman 127. So bring it, oh. bring it in the big boys uh, to take out failsafe. So. so, so what's it like to read a book with Zoranar? That's why. That's why I was trying to describe like how you know it's very much in Batman's head, and just how that is. So. Uh, and kind of, and that's one of the things where uh, Robin and Nightwing are kind of trying to bring him back because they're like, oh, this is something we're not used to dealing with, you know, because uh, I'll show you one panel, like this panel right here where he's, uh, <laughs> sorry, where he grabs uh, Tim's arm and he's like, like, why are you hurting me? He's like, because I'm trying to save you. You know, he's like, at any cost. He's like, no, we don't need you hurting me to save me. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, it's it's fun. It's a good read. I'm very very happy with with that run right now. So. I have a uh, Zoran R buck if you need it. I got the head too. You know? I say I. I, I, that's kind of, I've been shopping for figures to make a custom Zeranar for, from this book. And, uh, but also, uh, one other books. Uh, well, I actually got a couple of, a lot of, I'm usually, I do a lot of DC heavy stuff anyway, but Flashpoint Beyond, this is issue five of six. So we're close to wrapping this up. And, uh, so into this world now we've got, uh, they're introducing Razo, Razo Cool. No, I, I hit my lights out. Sorry about oh, that. Did we, did we lose power? We lost battery power? There we go. 
you have Martha. Oh, shit. Is that uh, Martha Wayne Joker? That is, that is Martha Wayne. Ooh. So we're we're getting to the very end of the Flashpoint Beyond run. And it's a lot. Oh, this is another one. I don't have it. Uh, but another kind of offbeat comic that I'm really enjoying is uh, Chip Zdarsky's Public Domain. And this deals with uh, it is not a superhero book per se, but it's much more based in the real world where it deals with a son whose dad is basically like Stan Lee, uh, but he doesn't get the credit for it. Wait, who's the iPod? Who is, was the creator of Superman who didn't get the credit for years? Oh, Batman. That'd be Bill Finger. Yeah, Bill Finger. Uh, so it's kind of a takeoff to Bill Finger where, uh, you know, the guy's son. You know, it's kind of takes kind of takes things from today where like, you know, this uh, comic book character is a huge deal. He's got movies. He's got this. You know, he gets no credit for it. He's just the artist, but he created it. And, you right. know, very much, very much like Bill Finger. And then uh, turns out that uh, there's this con, there's this uh, contract floating around from back in the day where it gives him equal rights. And now you get into like the legal part of him having to actually fight lawyers and all this stuff. It's really interesting. It's it's I, I'm enjoying it, but it's it's not your average comic book, but it's it's very entertaining if you kind of know anything about the Bill Finger uh, history of, uh, of of his his history with Batman. Yeah, that's uh, it's you fun. know it's different. Yeah, I've got my feelings and opinions on that. Triple one, I don't even know. I'll tell you what they are. But what do you think, Adam? What about it on the? We, I don't blame Bob Kane at first, but after, after the '66 Batman show, I mean, I, okay, maybe after '66 Batman because it was such a flat flash in the pan. He didn't wake up, but it's almost unforgivable after like '89 that he didn't say, "Okay, listen, we need to rectify something." And take care of you know Bill's family, because yeah, he died. I don't know if he's got a marked grave now, but he's got an unmarked grave. And his son was uh, a gay man. But uh, it's funny the guy who did the documentary was in, interviewed on um, Fat Man Beyond when it was still Fat Man Beyond, or wasn't Fat Man on Batman, and he said. So I thought basically I hit a cold spot because his son was dead and he was gay. So I didn't think there'd be any heirs. Because but then I found out there were some heirs. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, gay people can have kids. He, he jokingly said it. He said it like I was so naive at the time, right? That I just gave up. Like like oh okay, I guess I'm fucked now, you know. <laughs> but then he found out. No, he why don't you, somebody said well why don't you just talk to Bill's granddaughter. And, he, and that's what he said. He goes, well, Bill's son was gay. Yeah. <laughs> they just looked at him blankly, and he's like, as if people can't have children, you know. If, or, you know. Or, or don't uh, realize it till later in life or whatever, yeah. Right, 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 right. So that's a funny little anecdote. And 2016 was the first time that Bill Finger uh, received any credit for Batman. He was... Uh, 
Batman created by Bill Finger and or by Bob Kane and Bill Finger on Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. All right. Jay, you reading anything? Yeah, just uh well, I'm on I'm on like issue I just got done with like issue one oh seven of spawn. Okay. Um I'm kind of reading everything. Uh I've only read the first eighty issues, so I've never gotten into the like the Is that all? 100, 100, yeah, that's all I got on, that's all actually all I got on papers. The first only 80 two, issues of Spawn, so. You only got like 200 to catch up on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just a few, right? So, no, that, I've been reading that. I've been trying to keep up on the Scorched and King Spawn. And it's hard to keep up. I, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. It's hard to keep up on. I'm like, where did I oh, leave yeah. off? I was like, can I read this one? So you start reading that, be like, hey, I already read this one. And Oh, yeah. And then I got a Patrick's been into Berserk, and I want to. He just oh, Ireland yeah. got him the first two or three books, yeah. so I want to. I want to read those too. So Berserk's a. It's a. We watched the uh, the anime on off, Netflix. I say, is that based off the of anime or or the manga yeah. based off the of anime? But yeah, manga. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the the animes on Netflix were awesome actually. So the I thought they were. I thought they were great, and then it got to the end, and I'm like. This is what's wrong. This is why anime, like, every time I'm like, what the hell, Adam, we were talking oh, about. You got early, freaky as shit. You're like, what the hell, Japan? Like, what the, <laughs> what the There's a. <laughs> the demons, where the demons raping the girl, and I'm like, where did this come from? Boy, oh, God. That, you, you, if, you think, if you think the anime's bad, the books are worse, because that's where it oh, starts. Well, that's where I go, like, I'm like, and that's why I don't go there, because I'm like, this is. It was cool. Like, all right, not the end part, but like the story was super cool and intense and all this. And then to get to that point, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I gotta get, right gotta get through that out. stuff to get to Guts's actual to get when Guts gets the armor. Oh yeah, because well, they don't even show that in the anime. His armor, his armor well, is wicked as hell. Well, I, I bet. But I was like, I was watching. We went down to go see uh, some family with the grandkids and they went shopping i'm like well i'll stay here and i and that's where i was watching and i'm like i just happened to turn it off just before that and i'm like you know what this might get weird and i don't need my wife like busting and be like what do you watch and i'm like so i turned it off i'm like oh thank god i shut that off because it was just before that part and i was like you imagine like family walking in and you're watching that and you're like i'm okay uh. i'm not i don't have a problem fine <laughs> It just it just happens, you know. It just happened. I didn't do anything, but yeah, it's like it's totally. Like, this is why Japan. This is why like I can't a hundred percent go into manga because it's awesome and cool, yeah. and then it just goes sideways, and I just go, "What <laughs> the hell was that?" And it comes back. They're yeah. only short bursts, at least. <laughs> but but they're, but they're pretty intense bursts. <laughs> yeah. Um. King Grimlock was actually a really good series. Uh, now, now I'm going to get really way oh, we're good. far out of Please things. Please do. <laughs> to, um, because like Transformers, uh, Shattered Glass is a really cool series. They just came oh. out with a Shattered Glass 2 series. Um, King Grimlock, right. it's basically Planet Hulk with Grimlock. It's nice. really kind of cool. Yeah, because so. IDW does a lot of... They, they don't do a lot of great stuff. They do a lot of good stuff with Transformers... Uh, G.I. Joe and Ninja Turtles. They do a pretty solid job. Yeah. Those. Yeah, I like them. So, 
but um, yeah, it's kind of it. I'm all over the place. <laughs> best way to be. So, all right. Well, oh, I shit. think. No, we're not done. All right. We're not. I gotta be done. I gotta get ready for work. <laughs> thanks, okay. Jack. Well, that's okay, Jay. No problem. Thank you for coming Sorry. on the show. Thank oh, you. thanks for having me. I appreciate it all the time. All right, yeah, we'll we see you. Fun. All right, take care, guys. Thanks. Have a good right. later, bro. Right, bye. Bye. All right, what'd you find? Fuck me, man. I went to Instagram. That's right. I said it right here on live. I said the f word. He's on right the gram. Oh, I thought it was gram. All right, I'm gonna share my page. La la la, la la la, la la. All right, this just dropped for sideshow. You see? Oh boy. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, is that Kratos? Um. Yes. I never played God of War, but I heard I hear good things. I played the very, very first one for PlayStation Two. Nice crotch shot. Right yeah, in really. there. Okay, so that's what Sideshow has to offer. You ready for NECA's horror? I think this is. Oh, shun of a shit! Shit! This, yeah, this is NECA, isn't that? Uh... That's Casey Jones as Phantom of the Opera. You bastard! Yeah. I would. Everybody wondered what it was going to be. Everybody wondered. You bastards. Damn uh, you, NECA. You got it, and then I got it too. Look, Roboto, Frosta. Yeah, yeah they're Evelyn. coming. They're, they're dropping so much shit for Comic Con. It's, it's Stratos and Roboto. Yeah, I love Stratos. You see these two swords? How they're so hot. Remember from the movie? Yep. I have the cool versions with King Grayskull. I have them. And look, we get another Frosta. Shira shows up at my house tomorrow. Evil Lynn, all sorcerer out. Stratos, I loved Stratos as a kid. He, I don't know oh, why. There was something to me as a child that was just attracted to the way he, Stratos looked as like a hero. He was the coolest of the masters of the universe, just aside from He-Man, of course. Hey, I'll so be right here, back. Keep talking. Well, oh, okay. So, oh, shit! And then, okay, so... We're just going to take a look here at the old Instagrams, folks, while we're still sharing. We get So here's a deeper look at Frosta. She's us, uh, She's one of the rebel alliances uh, against the evil Hordak to free the planet Etheria. This is, uh, of course, Stratos. He is of the flying people. I can't remember their names off the top of my head. Uh, from Eternia. So he's one of the masters of the universe. And this weapon that he's coming with is, in, is like has, has to do... With uh, aviation, so this 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 that comes this is this is a treat. This being included with it has to do with aviation and his people. I don't think Stratos's people can fly without this item in their kingdom. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Stratos is kind of like something of a king, like Randor is. Of course, we get Roboto, which um, was pretty genius in Revelations when they downloaded like he was supposed to be the son of. Uh, Man-at-Arms, I liked that. Uh, Man-at-Arms created him from the ground up. He did create him from the ground up, too, in the original show. And then this is just freaking way too gothy for me not to own, even if I didn't care if she was sorceress or not. But this is sweet. The headdress and everything. Now, folks, Nick is back. And I'm glad to see that you're back here, Nick. Whee! So I'm going to keep, keep sharing my screen here. J. Scott Campbell has done some art, and we do know that he does very a very good job with uh, female characters. He's, is that based on Scott Campbell's art? 
no, not this, but J. Scott Campbell down here. I follow him oh. on Instagram. He's yeah. posted my, uh, his rendition of Dazzler, Ooh. my my favorite look for a uh, for the mutants oh. or mutant girl. Yeah, J. Scott Campbell, any female is the look. Any yeah, he draws. He's at the New York Comic Con this weekend. We should go. <laughs> hey, I got nothing going on. Oh, wait. but yeah, I I bought this. This is one of the coolest action figures too. She comes with skates, and I mean, uh, this is to me how da how how I'm a fan of Dazzler. She's sure. never been really an official X Men, but you know, pretty. Cool. Yeah, I once saw somebody do a, a, a Photoshop of Taylor Swift as, as Dazzler, and I was like, you know, yes. All right, so you've got Spirit Halloween. And then my favorite, one of my favorite comedians. So that's it on the Instagrams, kids. Yeah, let's. Uh, uh, here, I'm gonna take over for a second here. I'm gonna stop sharing. All right. So, um, Adam, one of the things that was announced that Hasbro did, uh, I forget or the thing, but they did announced a bunch of stuff. And one of the things was Hasbro reveals new Indiana Jones action figures. Are you interested in these? I found out that they. No, I'm not, but I found out that when I really wanted these figures as a kid, I was told it didn't exist. I got a feeling I wasn't taking the Toys R Us enough. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not interested in them. I think they're cool for people who are diehard yeah. Indiana Jones kids. Like like my mom was right, you know, at the time. Now the the Ark of the Covenant, that's fucking cool. I say that like, whole that whole setup is really cool. That whole setup is cool. But like my mom was right, I, it would have just been a flash in the pan for me, and I would have been back playing He-Man or back playing Ghostbusters at the time or Ninja Turtles. I wouldn't have kept going with this. But they look better than anything that would have came out back in the day. That Ark of the Covenant, I love it. Yeah, that's that's really cool. I'd like to put that in my back cave. I'd say that's that's about the only thing Hasbro came out with where I was like, yeah, I haven't seen that a thousand times, so that's kind of cool. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Are they now? My mind's slowly changing because I saw these figures and I thought that they were the five and three quarter scale, but these are Marvel Marvel Legends bucks. Look at the bodies. They got the yeah. uh, thigh swivels. They got the knee swivels. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested does, if I still did six he, inch. But does he come with the hanger for his jacket? That's what I. Need. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think they look cool. I can't wait to see them. I I do have my eyes on that Ark of the Covenant now. I will buy it for that just to get that yeah. in my collection. Well, that's the because NECA came out with all the it's got the Universal Monster stuff. Like I just want that sarcophagus that comes with uh, the mummy. That well, dude, you got to get that so that you can have it for Mikey. Tell you the truth, really, you could get all of those setups for all of those guys because I want to get them too. That's the problem because they're selling them separate. I was like, Sons of yeah, well, it's kind of, yeah, because I want to get Frankenstein's for sure and I want to get Dracula's for sure. I want to get the mummies too. God forbid they ever make Freddy's. Dude, they have Freddy's. <laughs> What do you mean they have Freddy's? NECA has Freddy's. Oh, if his, they don't have a display set up for him, do they? I don't think it's display, but yeah, they've got. I know. Well, yeah, cause you you know they've got Freddy's. 
I know they got Freddy's because I want to buy the Freddy 3 one. I should. Right. Yeah, because we were you were eyeing it up, but you decided against it. It's not that I, I have a Freddy Krueger action figure from the first movie, but he just doesn't come with the goodies that the one with three comes with. Right. And then here's the thing, too. Figure for number two is a nice figure too, so it's it's tough. Neca does Neca does. Well, as Neca doesn't do anything badly or poorly right. or half-assed. You may not agree with you know certain aspects of whatever, but as far as when it comes to like those turtle figures, those last run figures are freaking badass. And yeah. honestly, like I I don't know how many I'm gonna buy because it's just gonna be I'll be so damn excited if I see any in the wild. That's for sure. But, yeah, now, right. now we can end the show. Yeah, yeah say now it's time. Now you have my permission to die. Okay. So, when are we going to sit down and watch all three Nolan trilogy movies? Oh, well, we'll need at least a weekend for that. So, we'll need a four day weekend for that. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll. We'll have to set that up, but anyway, so I'll need time to relax from relaxing. <laughs> you might wind down time for that. Mm-hmm. So, if you have not subscribed to the channel, please subscribe. Uh, it helps the, helps us out a lot because Adam wants to put a shop and just do YouTube and action figures for uh, professionally. So that'll help. Actually, with I that. just want to hang out with you guys all the time. Yeah. You know, I think we're starting to crack the code here. Well, or like, you know. YouTube's a fickle bitch, so we'll we'll figure it out. Sure, sure. I'm just figuring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. if you want to see what we're talking about, what we might be talking about on the show, go to our Facebook and Instagram, Escape with Nick and Adam. And if you want to download the podcast and take it with you, we are on all the major platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and Google Podcasts. So go check us out. And on that, Adam, you have any final words for us? Anybody see a flying asshole right here? No. Good night, America. Good night.